This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The red side of Merseyside has enjoyed huge success in recent years, but keeping pace with a well-oiled machine like Manchester City is no easy feat. With the midfield aging and most of last contract extension talks at an impasse, uncertainty hangs in the air at Anfield. And Fabrizio Romano joins me today to discuss the Liverpool transfer plans as well as the latest news from January's transfer window. Kigo Lasso begins right now. Welcome to Kegolasso. Thank you so much for being part of the family. Kegolasso pod on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Kegolasso, nearly to 8,000 subscribers. Fabrizio Romano, how are you, buddy? I'm great. I'm great, my friend. Thank you. Ready to talk together to answer your questions. And thank you as always. I love how, you know, these um, uh, episodes with us, uh, Fabrizio. I feel like we're doing more and more. Like we're, we're basically family now, Fab, whether yes, you like it or not. Yes, we are. We are. Italian family. <laughs> Italian family. I love it. All right. Well, listen, as we mentioned, everybody, welcome. Uh, today is about Liverpool, and we'll have some chatter about Everton as well with the latest situation over there. Of course, it's a Merseyside heavy episode with Fabrizio Romano. We'll talk to you about, you know, where Liverpool are going, what they're thinking as they look to play catch up with Manchester City. But we begin with the latest transfer news. And let's begin, Fabrizio, with uh, some very recent comments from Xavi about Dembele, Usmane Dembele, who's still holding on in replying to contract offer. Xavi said, he says, Usmane Dembele, says he wants to stay, but then he doesn't sign. And the message is clear. Usmane Dembele has to sign a new contract or we find a way to sell him in January. No other way. I also wonder about agent is talking the way he is. And Dembele, on the other hand, telling me he wants to stay. I can't understand. This Monday, Fabrizio, you were here talking about the Premier League is a very possible reality for him. What's going on? Uh, Xavi just said enough is enough, huh? Yes, <clears throat> Xavi started and I'm not surprised, to be honest, because this Dembele story is crazy. And uh, on both sides, eh? because also on Barcelona side, of course, on player side, because as Xavi says, the player wants to stay and he's always telling also Barca board, not just Xavi, that he wants to stay. But at the same point, he's not signing the new contract. Uh, and this sounds really strange. It's not the first time in the history of football, but it sounds really strange. But also on, on club side, because I still remember when the president Laporta said in public, he's better than Mbappé, in my opinion, and he's at Mbappé level. And then they don't want to pay what Dembélé is asking. And so if you do this kind of statement, you have to be ready to pay him what he wants. So... You know, it's not an easy situation on both sides, but the reality is what Xavi said. They have still no agreement. Uh, Dembélé is not happy with Barca proposal. So let's see if something crazy uh, will happen. I say something crazy because it's really difficult at the moment to find an agreement. So they would need a miracle to do it, to be honest, in this moment. Never say never in transfer market, but it seems really complicated. 
or if at the end of the story Dembélé will leave. I think in general it's not going to be easy to find a way to find the club prepared to pay Bar- Barcelona and to make the player happy with the proposal. And let's see if he's gonna be, if he's going to be in the summer as free agent because if he's not extant, he's going to sign as free agent. And I still feel the Premier League could be the most likely destination for Ousmane Dembélé. Yep, as you said on Monday, and of course, Newcastle to me would be the only choice just because financially they can afford it. It doesn't matter. But to your point from Monday, Dembele as well, because he's going to be a free agent at the end of the season, he can outweigh all his options. All right, well, staying in Spain here, Fabrizio Romano Diego, Carlos to Newcastle United. Talk to me. Uh, personal terms agreed. Personal terms agreed on a five-year contract. Uh, they were giving him a crazy salary and so the player would be prepared to accept. But I'm told also that the player will be respectful with Sevilla. So he wants to go. But at the same point, if Sevilla will decide to continue with him, he's not going to create any problems. So there is not a fight between Sevilla and Diego Carlos. Simply, it's a crazy salary. And so he would be prepared to say yes to, to Newcastle. But it's now up to the clubs. And negotiating with Sevilla is never easy. It's what they did with Kunde last summer with Chelsea. You still remember, Ruiz, how the situation was really close to be completed in July and then they spent, they spent one month negotiating for Kunde and at the end Sevilla always said we want 55 million or nothing uh, Chelsea were trying in many different ways including players and it was impossible because Sevilla only wanted that money so Sevilla are not accepting 30 million or 35 uh, as Newcastle are offering right now million euros I mean they want more than this they want around 50-55 and so there is still a big gap between Newcastle and Sevilla. They want to keep the player in Sevilla because he's a key player for Sevilla. They are fighting for La Liga. They're doing a great season with Lopetegui. So it's not easy to, to find an agreement. But Newcastle will try and push again in the coming hours, in the coming days. And they want Diego Carlos. So let's see if in this case they will be able to, to do it. Or if what has happened with, with Sven Botman, at the end it would be impossible. Let's see in the coming hours we will have an answer. Oh, interesting. So by the time you watch this, uh, maybe an answer has already happened. But as we always say here, Monchi is no fool, my friends, as he's not going to just let him go. By the way, do Sevilla regret not selling Kunde? do you think, Fabrizio? I think no, to be honest. Okay, maybe it's not the best season for him, but at the same point, uh, top clubs are always looking for centre-backs. Mm. And so I'm sure that next summer the value of Kunde will be big and huge again and so they have no problem Monchi works like this this is his strategy they're always asking for big money for key players and this is Sevilla's strategy when you go to negotiate with Sevilla it's always like this so sometimes they're winning sometimes they're losing on the negotiation but at the same point they're not they're not having any regret with with Kunde yeah absolutely Monchi finds gems that nobody knows then sells them for a higher profit and then uh, over and by the way Sevilla second in La Liga so to me you know this is not a club that's suffering Right now. All right. Uh, now uh, let's focus completely here on Liverpool. Before we talk about what's going on over there at the red side of Merseyside, I wanted to just discuss a little bit because this is kind of a, a half also a latest transfer news as well. Because, you know, legendary players of Liverpool, Fabrizio Romano, are still making some noise. Obviously, Steven Gerrard, the manager of Aston Villa, persuading uh, Felipe Coutinho to uh, come to Villa on loan. Of course, he had a tremendous debut as well. And now um, I'm hearing and reading reports of possibly Luis Suarez contemplating maybe at the end of the season, uh, reuniting with his friend again. I just wanted to let everybody know that Steven Gerrard had a great autobiography a few years ago, and he talks about their friendship a lot. When Luis Suarez left Liverpool for Barcelona, Fab, uh, 
the main thing he said was like, take care of Felipe Coutinho. It's this kind of triangle of a friendship. So don't underestimate that bond, uh, of course, and how much both of these players uh, really uh, love each other. So, but let's talk about you know the, the story about the daughter. You know the story about the daughter of Luis Suarez, my friend. Yeah, say it. That's that the, his daughter is called Delfina because it's Anfield <laughs> with the letters. So you know his link with Liverpool is really is really big. Eh? So, it's a big link, yeah. Yes, 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 and it's, it's a love story between Suarez and Liverpool and Steve Gerrard. That you say the relationship is amazing. Uh, let me say that the report is from Gerard Romero, a Spanish journalist that is really close to Luis Suarez. He yeah, really good on Spanish him. news. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But he's big friend with the player in this case because he, they had many interviews together, so it's, it's public. And um, I, I respect him; he's doing great job. So I'm sure that if he's sharing this news, it's because. There is something between Gerard and Luis Suarez. At the same point, I'm told from people close to Atletico Madrid that nothing is going to happen in January. The player is going to complete the season with Atletico Madrid and then decide in the summer what he wants to do. If he wants to uh, maybe come back to the Premier League, in this case with Aston Villa, he has some possibilities also in MLS. So he needs to decide what kind of life he wants to continue to do, if he wants to stay in European top leagues or maybe to change and go to MLS to try a different kind of experience. So let's see, nothing has been decided, but I'm sure that if Gerard shared this news is because there is something between Gerard and, and Luis Suarez. And so I think it's going to take time. Atletico are going to plan for the future in the coming months. Also, if Luis Suarez will leave, they will go for a new striker and a percent for a young striker. So this is the plan, but nothing has been decided yet. They want to complete the season. It's been a really difficult beginning of the season for Atletico Madrid with many problems. So they want to fix these problems and then to be back at top level in the coming months. They want to protect Luis Suarez and then discuss in the summer what happens. So at the moment we are really early stages, but this connection between Gerard Coutinho and Luis Suarez is something that is really interesting for, for the future. Absolutely. Very, very interesting. But to your point, uh, Gerard Romero, who mentioned the original report, by the way, this is for the summer. A lot of Villa fans think it's like January. No, it's for the summer. And obviously, why wouldn't he contemplate? It's a good friend of his. And so we will see what happened because MLS remains also a big interest. All right, then let's talk about Liverpool here. Fabrizio Romano, obviously uh, a club with an ex excellent manager, one of the best uh, in Jurgen Klopp. But I want to begin with this, uh, my friend. Manchester City, when you look at the Premier League table, Manchester City, I mean, they are clearly ahead. Liverpool have a game in hand. But time and time again, there just seems to be this dominance by Pep Guardiola and Manchester City. It's obviously the $300 million bench, but it's also about the depth of their squad, their talent. And Liverpool... Are, have done some great history as of late. Obviously, they've won the Premier League recently. They won the Champions League as well. But to keep pace with Manchester City almost always seems uh, very difficult. Guardiola doesn't need to depend on many key players. Even Kevin De Bruyne, who can be out for a large part of the season, you know, it doesn't matter. Like Gundogan steps in or Bernardo Silva steps in. Jack Grealish, who, like, you know, he's not playing that well right now. It doesn't matter. Man City just keeps going. I don't think that's the same thing that you can say about Liverpool. What are your thoughts about them as a club as they look to keep pace with Manchester City? Yes, your point is absolutely correct and good as always because in this case, we know that Manchester City have completely different of a, different, different approach. Completely different. They have... 
lot of players, they make a lot of changes. They, you have players that are performing month by month. Some months it seems that Sterling is the best winger in the world and then the following month he's on the bench. <laughs> Some months you have Marez as the best winger in the world and then he's on the bench. So they always change. This is pet mentality. But then at the end, when you have to play in Champions League key games, Jurgen Klopp with his Liverpool mentality, we fight with maybe 13, 14 key players and then some youngsters. This is working because maybe also into the dressing room is easier for Champions League instead of Premier League to to have this kind of of performances with with this kind of idea that Liverpool are showing. I'm sure that in the summer they will try to bring something fresh to the team because they know that they are now starting a new era. Of course, they did incredible, as you mentioned, in the Champions League, in the Premier League in the last few years. But they need something fresh. They need some players, some fresh players. It's not going to be in January because they need to save some money for Mo Salah contract. But at the same point in the summer, I'm sure that they want to change something, to bring in some new players because they need something fresh. Last summer, they did it with Ibra Konate. That has been a really smart signing, in my opinion. Perfect to have a player at top level also for the future. But they're going to continue with offensive players, with wingers, maybe in the summer, with midfielders. They know they need something to change because they can't continue forever with Man City, as you said, performing at an incredible level. Yeah, well, let's go to that point. Uh, the very important point that you mentioned there, Mohamed Salah, obviously to some, I think I'm part of that group, uh, the best player in the world right now. He is unstoppable. He, uh, in terms of a Liverpool perspective, the fastest player to reach 100 goals uh, for Liverpool. Nobody denies the talent that this uh, Egyptian uh, king has, uh, but his contract right now, and the negotiations are still not completely finalized, Fabrizio. He's saying things like uh, from that great GQ interview, I want to stay, but it's not in my hands. It's in their hands. They know what I want. I'm not asking for crazy stuff. Uh, what do you think here? Is the Fenway group playing with fire with Mohamed Salah? Should, should they just give him whatever he needs? What is going on? Is it more complex than that? I'll give him the money he's asking 100% because I agree with you that he's an incredible player and he's from another planet in this moment in particular. So he deserves that money. But at the same point, I'm told also in the last 48 hours, I was checking about this Salah story and the answers I receive are always the same. We're not yet at the final stages. We're negotiating and talking, okay, but it's not yet at the final stage. So it's not that Mo Salah is signing in a few days. At the moment, they are not at that point. They are negotiating, they are talking. Mo wants to stay, Liverpool wants him to stay. But on the salary side, they need to do something different if they want to keep Mo Salah. And they know the timing will be important because arriving to the summer, like entering to the summer like May or June with Mo Salah out of contract in 2023, would be really dangerous for Liverpool, but really, really dangerous. And so they, need, they know that they need to do it like February, March, April, they can't wait too much. So I'm sure they will continue to negotiate. But at the moment, we are not yet at the final stages and last details. They still need to find a total agreement with Mo and with his agent. So let's see what happens. But if they're not signing players in January, we had rumors about Luis Diaz from Porto, many players. They're not signing any top player in January because they want to save money for Mo Salah contract. So their priority will be Mo Salah contract. So I think that's what it is. It's obviously club wants him, obviously. Salah wants to stay, obviously. But it's about making sure they have enough money in the bank to guarantee exactly what he wants. And why shouldn't he ask what he wants? I mean, look at everything that Mohamed Salah has done. But that's a key part of it. By the way, uh, speaking of January exits or incomings and everybody saving for Salah, I am intrigued by Roberto Firmino, the Brazilian striker there uh, 
Fabrizio, obviously, he's also a big part of this club. Nobody can deny that. But right now, he's no longer as vital to the Reds uh, with the emergence of Diogo Jota. Um, and El Nacional reported that the Brazilian could be offered to Barcelona. Obviously, let's uh, take these report with a pinch of salt but what's the latest do you think on Roberto Firmino because he is not uh, as important as vital as he used to be he's not leaving the club in January this is I'm I'm 100% sure on this he's not leaving let's see what happens in the summer because as I said before I expect Liverpool to do something interesting in the summer with new signings they need it they need some fresh uh, player into the into the club and so this is maybe why they need to, to clarify on some players. We said about Mo Salah, but it's the same for Firmino. If he wants to stay, if they want to continue with him. Sadio Mane is also out of contract in 2023 as Mo Salah, so they need to make a season also Mane. Uh, they know that it's going to be an important summer, and it's summer when they need to decide. So let's see for Firmino. I can't say that I'm 100% sure that he's staying at Liverpool for next season, but for current season, he will finish with Liverpool and he's going to continue with Liverpool and he's not going to Barcelona in January. All right, well, going back a little bit, lower in the formation in the midfield. Uh, there, There's a few issues of fitness with Thiago Alcantara. Uh, Jordan Henderson and Jace Miller are not getting any younger. Uh, Wijnaldum was never really properly replaced as well. Are there any main targets here? I'm hearing some names, including Jared Bowen, uh, who, by the way, has the same agency as Trent Alexander-Arnold and Andy Robertson, Tielemans as well, Bellingham. What's the latest in the midfield? Because I think that that's probably the key component for Jurgen Klopp. Yes, I don't expect nothing to happen in January. To be honest, I see Liverpool really quiet for a January window, but for summer they will go for a midfielder. As you say, they need to replace Vinaldo. I will go player by player. Bowen is a player they're following, and it's true that they appreciate him, but at the moment there are no negotiations, but it's a player they're following since long time. Uh, for Bellingham, Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City, Man United, all top clubs Take in England pick. want, right. yeah. want yeah. Jude Bellingham. But at the same point, I think in summer 2022 will be difficult to get Jude Bellingham, if not for a crazy bit. But at the moment, it's not easy because if, if Borussia Dortmund will lose Erling Golan, they don't want to lose also Jude Bellingham in the same moment, the same summer. Um, and so talking about the, the other players, Yuri Tillemans, I think, is going to be one of the big names on the market in summer uh, with many clubs involved. So I expect Tillemans to be for not just Premier League clubs, eh? but also for other countries, he's going to be one of the players that we have to keep an eye on and we're going to talk on Kegolazo in the summer. Uh, I'm not sure that he's going to go to Liverpool, but he's going to be one of the names to keep an eye on. And I want to add one name for Liverpool, one player there they've always been scouting and following, that is Renato Sanchez from Lille. He's a fantastic midfielder out of contra in 2023. They always had him in their list in the summer. Then he had an injury when he was in negotiation with Barcelona and also Liverpool were interested. But then the injury made the deal collapse. Uh, let's see if Liverpool will be back for him in the summer or if he will go elsewhere. But for sure, he's a player they, they are following. Then let's see. Renato Sanchez, intriguing there. Obviously, he had a very good Euro 2020. All right. Well, everything comes together because of one man. And that's Jurgen Klopp. The things that he has done for this club are tremendous. Every Even if you are not a Liverpool fan, perhaps if you're Everton, you don't agree. But everybody else agrees that Jurgen Klopp is a fantastic manager. Fabrizio, his contract runs out in 2024. So it's not like this is an emergency of a conversation. Regardless, though, is there any inhibitions? Is there any anxiety about Jurgen Klopp perhaps saying enough is enough? Or, I mean, it doesn't seem to it to me like me. I feel like he loves Liverpool so much and he would continue his uh, his journey with the Reds. Yes, and this is why Liverpool board are really relaxed uh, on that point. Uh, they know that Jurgen Klopp is 
absolutely loving his Liverpool life. It's into the dressing room, the city, the players, the team, every, everything. Everything is appreciated by Jurgen Klopp. Uh, they know that the summer is going to be super important to decide together on the future strategies on the market. And Jurgen Klopp will be 100% involved in that process. But at the moment, I don't see any problem, to be honest, between Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool. They're really happy together. He wants to continue. So I think he's, he's not going to change in the coming months. And I still see Klopp as Liverpool manager for a long time. Is he still living at Brendan Rodgers' house? Is that is that like he, he still he he took over Brendan Rodgers' yes. house when he first moved in? I wonder if he's still there. It must be <laughs> like, like a good question. <laughs> this is a good question. I have to check. <laughs> we have to check. That's, I, I, want, you know. I want Fabrizio Romano, the real estate agent, uh, <laughs> the, the, the next episode as I will well. Let you know. Let me ask you something before we move on for a second, because obviously you give us all the information. It's so fantastic every week. But I want your opinion. Number one, can Liverpool come back and uh, reach Man City? I think it's more than difficult. My answer is no. Number two, can Liverpool reach the Champions League final? In my opinion, yes. They have a fantastic starting eleven. When when you have a fantastic starting eleven, if everyone is fit, you can do it. So, yes. Well, there you have it. All right. Well, listen, uh, Fab and everybody, we can't talk about Liverpool without mentioning Everton. And what a time to mention Everton as we wrap things up here, Fabrizio. You, of course, have been reporting on this as well as Duncan Ferguson, of course, uh, will be the interim manager. Another shot at doing this uh, for the foreseeable future. But how's the managerial search going? Obviously, some names have already been involved. But what's the latest? Yes, this is mm, the solution, as you mentioned, as caretaker manager for Duncan Ferguson. They are looking for a permanent manager. Their dream was to bring back um, Roberto Martinez, but from, from Belgium, the answer is so clear. They don't want him to go. They want him to be the manager of the World Cup, and I think it makes sense, to be honest, also for, for him. This is why, at the moment, he's not changing or progressing. Rumors about Jose Mourinho are absolutely not correct because I'm told that he doesn't want to, doesn't want to, to leave Roma during the season. So it's true that Everton were thinking of him, but Jose is not going to, to Everton at that point. And uh, we have to mention Wayne Rooney and Frank Lampard because they're going to have conversation with both of them. And let's see if they will decide to go for maybe Rooney uh, or for Frank Lampard after his Chelsea experience. He had the opportunity also to go to Norwich, but he was not convinced a few months ago. So let's see what happens with these two former legends uh, as a players and now, and now managers. But for sure, Everton are looking for a permanent solution. It's not easy because, you know, when it happens in January, during the window after the Lucas Dean story, as we already mentioned here, is never so easy, but they are in the process and let's see. I am so, I would be so sad for Derby County if Wayne Rooney left, but I understand this offer is too good sometimes to turn down, especially for somebody that began his career at Everton. Fabrizio Romano, so good to have you. Any final thoughts before we say goodbye? Anybody that you're focusing on that we haven't mentioned? Yes, we have many. In this moment, to be honest, I'm focusing on Chelsea to understand if they will try again for Emerson Palmieri. Yes, fullback, they need a new left back and they want to bring him back from, from Lyon, but Lyon want to keep it till the end of the season. So let's see. We had some rumors about Ivan Perisic. I'm told he's not leaving Inter in January. Kurzawa to Chelsea, no way. So they're trying again for Emerson Palmieri. Let's see if in the coming days they will be able to do it. Beautiful. Fabrizio Romano, follow his content on Twitter and Instagram. Fabrizio Romano, as well as CBS Sports. You can read his weekly articles and reports on CBS Sports as well. He's on HQ. Said he, yeah, he's everywhere, my friend, and rightly so. Fab, thank you so thank much, you. my friend. Thank you, my friend, as always, and see you soon here on Kegolas.
Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Kegolazo Pod, YouTube.com forward slash Kegolazo, Spotify, Stitcher, CBS Sports, and your CBS Sports app. Have a great rest of your week.